Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Aaron Birch. How are you, Aaron? Doing very well, thanks. How are you doing, Shahid? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you came on the show. I kind of like to let the guests explain and introduce themselves and all the amazing things that you're doing. So, uh, well, first of all, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, a little bit about me. Currently, I'm uh, working as a digital marketing expert. I'm the owner of 2H Media, which is a people-first, agile marketing company helping small businesses become big businesses. And I'm also a serial entrepreneur. So I've been at this for a long time with ups and downs. I've opened businesses, closed businesses, sold businesses. And uh, right now, you know, working as a digital marketing expert, I help a lot of other entrepreneurs do more with their businesses as well. So can you give an example of exactly how you could help, for example, a small business if they get in touch with you? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So the best place to get in touch with me is just through my website, uh, 2h.media. It's not a .com or anything. It's just .media. Nice. And um, we help small businesses with all kinds of things, consulting, getting connected with some government grant programs, um, as well as like a lot of basic local SEO. And then really what we specify or specialize in is helping brick and mortars create an e-commerce presence. That's where a oh. lot of our so that's a good time now because a lot of, because of COVID, right? A lot of businesses storefront are not doing so good and they're not kind of feeling confused when it comes to online. So you're helping them. That's, that's exactly it. We've done a lot of teaching um, since COVID has sort of changed the global business landscape, helping businesses understand what tools are available. We run a lot of workshops through the Guelph Wellington Small Business Enterprise Center. Um, as well as the Waterloo Region Small Business Enterprise Center. And we really try to focus on the education aspect and putting business owners in control of the tools that they need to actually adapt to the more digital environment that we're finding ourselves in. Oh, so do you have like a, like a Thinkific or something, like a teaching platform that you people can sign up for? Uh, we just host a lot of events through Eventbrite. Okay. We, run, uh, we run workshops through, um, you know, we just put up a PowerPoint presentation and walk through a lot of the different steps. We focus a lot on hands-on learning. So a lot of our workshops are geared towards sitting down, walking through the web workshop, oh, cool. and when you're done, you have something up and running. Like your Google My Business is now actually live and ready to go, and you're just waiting for your postcard from Google in the mail. Nice. Actionable. Um, actionable workshops. That's that's exactly it. Keeping everything actionable and keeping the ball rolling yeah. is really what business is all about. We want to make yeah. sure people are always maintaining that forward momentum. Yeah, action is everything. So as are these paid events or they're free? Uh, it's a combination. Some of them are okay. paid, depends on who's running the event. Uh, we run a lot of free workshops through Shopify, uh, supporting Shopify merchants and just making the most out of their stores. Mm. Really, it just uh, it depends on where they're accessing the event through. But none of these are like crazy expensive $1,000 a seat kind of workshops or anything. But nothing online, like so global audience could be connected to you and join this kind of event or? Oh, yeah, yeah. We do them online. And most of them are just run through Zoom uh, right now. Okay. Changing, changing landscape. Like yeah. I say, everything goes digital. Uh, prior to COVID, we ran a lot of events in, in person. Uh, we've got a few more coming up in person that we're hoping to run if things start to open up again. But we'll see right now, Zoom is working really well. And it's just like this. We just talk back and forth with uh, business owners and help them figure out some next steps. Oh, I love Zoom. Zoom has been like amazing for me. This, 
the amount of work, amount of people I can meet in a day is just incredible compared to having to travel and drive and meet people in person. I love Zoom. So it's, it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's the the impact it has on businesses in terms of remote work and the ability yeah. to maintain the new normal is pretty outstanding compared to some of the tools that were available even a couple of years ago. How did you get into this business? So I've uh, I've been in digital marketing for all my life. You could say I, I, I came by it through through family. Uh, my parents were entrepreneurs. And so I very much nice. had the opportunity to follow in their footsteps. So from 12 years old, I was getting involved however I could in the family business. And uh, before I knew it, by the end of my, my high school term and just into young adulthood, I was uh, running all the marketing for our for our family business. At one time, we were the largest piercing jewelry supplier in Canada, oh. and so I I found myself in my late teens to early twenties trying to figure out you know how to build an e-commerce store and how to get our product catalogs out to new markets and just really keep spreading the word. Mm. And that was sort of the start of a roller coaster of a career that's taken me into uh, restaurant ownership and. Uh, I worked in the board game industry for five years and all the way through that through line of building websites and digital marketing has been sort of like the toolbox that I would bring to businesses over and over and over again to help mm -hmm. my own initiatives do well. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided, you know what, it's really time to get on that core skill set. And so I connected with uh, Matthew Herschel, now my business partner at 2H Media, and we apply those same digital marketing schools that sales not just to our own businesses but now to a lot of other people's businesses as well what's your most favorite platform when it comes to business uh, growth favorite platform when it comes to business growth it depends on what you're looking for let's take e to, like for example like the taking for example take a, um, a storefront taking them online what would you what would you focus on shopify shopify for mm. to build an e-commerce store. Uh, Shopify is the only platform we support. It's local Canadian. Um, you can actually get connected to your own dedicated support teams through the Shopify locals program uh, and get access to a lot of free resources that are just really not available through some of the other open source platforms out there. Uh -huh. And for marketing? Uh, for marketing, it's it's really a case by case basis. We do a lot of Google ads. It works oh, really do. well there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of ruckus with Facebook ads lately. It's pretty tumultuous given their situation with Apple. Yeah. Uh, they're not liking each other too much. And that's, that's being reflected in, uh, the digital advertising space for sure. Uh, but Google ads has been pretty reliable, um, over the years and we only see it growing and doing better. What's the, what's the biggest trend right now on Google searches and stuff? Do you know? The biggest trend on Google searches. Yeah. It's probably something to do with COVID, right? <laughs> Yeah, which is an interesting one because like yeah. with COVID, you fall into um, the like my finances, my health category for advertising where you're, uh -huh. you've are you got a whole separate set of rules compared to all of the other, um, other categories. So like if you think if you want to sell like oranges online, it's very, very easy. You, uh, you're in, you know, you're in a food category and you can tie into a lot of keywords that are all relevant to that field. As soon as you want to start selling non-medical masks, now there's all kinds of regulations you actually have to meet with both your governments and with the advertising platforms in order, in order to not be taking advantage of the situation. Because really in advertising, that's, that's the core of the idea is we should be helping people find products they want to purchase anyways, not trying to take advantage of a global pandemic to start suddenly yeah. 
selling, you know, boatloads of masks or disinfectants mm -hmm. that may or may not work when that's a space that you've never been in before. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of companies nowadays, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of this, that have, they're selling like Shopify stores, e-com stores, Amazon stores. There's so many like Kevin David, I think is one of them. And there's like tons of ads running um, about that stuff. What, what are your, what is your view on that? On the fact that there's a lot of companies selling them? Yeah, like they're selling opportunities, like investment opportunities to invest in uh, Amazon store, for example, a Shopify store where they set up drop shipping, they set you up with uh, suppliers, they set you up with inventory, they, they, you know, they do everything for you, either is done for you, or they help show you how to do it. Um, and their, their returns they're talking about are crazy high, like amazing. Um, are you aware of any of this? Yeah, the, the I, it's this is a conversation I have a lot. Um, yeah, and it's it's not a conversation I have a lot with the business pro professionals in my network, but it's a conversation that I have often with younger friends and family who are just seeing the ads and seeing the opportunity and thinking, oh, that's a way I can make a lot of money really yeah. quickly. Which you know, for anyone who's got a lot of business experience, immediately makes you go, well, there's got to be more more to it than that. There's not a lot yeah. of industries where you can just walk in and start making crazy returns without a lot of effort. Um, and that's, that's really true here too. I think the idea of promoting, you know, we'll set you up with a drop shipper and an e-commerce store, and now you're just going to run a business you have no experience in is sort of approaching the entire concept backwards. So we treat e-commerce as a tool for helping people who already have a product that they've done the research on, they've built a market for, sell that sell that product online so we always say make the sale first and then build the tools to sell it better whereas with all these companies saying you know just start an e-commerce store and connect with a drop shipper well what you're probably going to do if you're at all successful is make those drop shippers a lot of money mm -hmm. um whereas to actually run a you know a full-fledged business of your own um we find you really want to start the other way around and go okay what makes your business unique what are your target markets build the foundation of a successful business. And then e-commerce is just a tool for helping you sell your products to a wider audience. It's not the whole business on its own. So this, this um, component with the training and the workshop, do you actually, do you train people how to actually maneuver in Shopify as well? Like you, you train them how to run the store? It's, so it's a whole range. We have, uh, we have one of our Shopify workshops is like walking through the back end, touching on how to do, uh, you know, a lot of the basic customizations. A lot of people aren't familiar with the customizer, which actually lets you um, build out your web pages and customize your theme. Um, so we walk through a lot of those basics, how to add a product, how to remove a product, some of the, some of the shipping basics. The place we actually start, though, is just with an intro to e-commerce workshop where we walk people through the difference between what is owning your own website using Shopify platform versus what is selling in a marketplace like Amazon? Um, because they're very different. They're both e-commerce, but they're very different vehicles for sharing your products and they have pros and cons. Uh, we spend a lot of time in our education actually convincing people not to build websites. Oh, uh, You'd be amazed how many small business owners think, you know, I need to get a website to go online and really spread the word. I'm going to, I'm going to get more customers because I have a website. And most of the time, that's just not how it's going to work. Your, your website is an invisible storefront that you have to actually push people to through advertising. and networking. It's like another business. 
It's another business. That's exactly it. And so you see a lot of small businesses. A perfect example is a restaurant. Most yeah. restaurants don't need a website. They need strong social Delivery. media, um, a way for people to order online. And that mm-hmm. can be through Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, any yeah. number of uh, platforms that are, are going to provide the delivery aspect of it, or just get your menu up on Instagram so people can see it and take your orders by phone and do it the traditional way. Mm. Because the thousands of dollars you're going to spend building a website are going to make you feel really good, but they're not going to drive any traffic into your business without now spending a bunch of extra money on digital advertising to push people to the website, to hope the website pushes people back to the business. So So unless you got the need, we're going to say, you know what, don't do it. We don't want to take your money unless you're going to see some kind of return on it. Mm-hmm. And what's your, what's your view on the fact that with COVID, you know, this is a, everyone's home, right? And things are opening up now, but I don't know if it's going to be really okay and back to normal for another couple of years, even with the vaccination. Do you feel that people that will go into e-commerce and invest in that side, do you think they would end up coming back because all the malls are open up and all do you think that will come back to the traditional way again it's a very complicated question with a, a lot of factors to take into account and i wish i knew the perfect answer um to your point of view i think e-commerce isn't going anywhere it's been a growing trend since long before the, the pandemic and this has really just kicked things forward in that direction i think in terms of how the global situation has impacted e-commerce on a long-term scale. What it's done is it's opened a lot of people's minds to the possibility of doing business online that may not have done that before. Um, And even the business owners, we spend a lot of time helping businesses that, you know, have long-standing brick and mortars and have always had a website, but haven't necessarily invested in their online infrastructure, build out a more comprehensive online platform. Well, none of that infrastructure is going anywhere. So the stores will open up. People will, of course, want to go back to shopping in person. But I think there's going to be some segment of people that recognizes the convenience of shopping Mm -hmm. online that just wasn't aware of it before that are going to just keep doing that. Maybe not all the time, but more than they would have before they realized it's a possibility. And now they're going to have a better online experience because so many businesses that wouldn't have necessarily paid attention to it before are investing in that online infrastructure to make it a more user-friendly experience. Yeah, for, for me, like I'm, I'm, myself, my wife, like we we buy on Amazon. Like we don't know, like I personally, for it's been a quite a long time that even my socks I buy from Amazon. Like I don't, I don't, I, I don't like to go to the mall. I don't like to go. I love that convenience. And plus we're, we're habitual creatures, right? We get, we, we, it becomes a habit. And this convenience, I don't know, like in my point of view, I think, if it goes back to normal, I think this habit of online shopping is going nowhere. I, I find it interesting that you used, you know, buying socks on Amazon as, a, as an example of something that you've come around on. That's a perfect example of the kind of purchase I think people are going to just keep making online mm-hmm. because it's, it's low cost. It's convenient. You can get it within a day or two with, uh, you know, the prime shipping. There's no rush. Right, there's, there's <laughs> like it's it's the perfect candidate for something that you can buy online. Everyone needs it. It's light to ship. Like, oh my uh, god, I don't have my socks. What am I gonna do? <laughs> you know, hurry up. You know. <laughs> uh, whereas the the things like you know, there's certain things that are a lot harder to sell online. It's harder yeah. to buy a car through yeah. the internet. That's a that's a big decision. You really want to go touch it, feel it, give it a test drive. 
Um, and so the more things open up, I think more complicated purchases, more mm. expensive purchases, we're going to see more of those shift back into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Um, in the states, in the states, uh, like they do shopping for cars online, like they'll ship it. They give you 30 or two weeks or 14 days, I believe some of this to return it. So you could bring it, test drive it, hang, keep it for a little bit. If you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, return it back. I forgot the name of that company and I heard that it exists. I'm not sure. And like, I've known people who purchase cars online. A good friend of mine uh, brought a couple of Toyota Land Cruisers in from Oh, overseas. really? Couldn't get them anywhere here. Yeah. Knew he loved the car and went, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have it brought in. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's, you know, if you know what you're looking for in a car, buying online is totally an option. It's mm -hmm. the average consumer who's going, you know, what are, what's my next vehicle going to be? I'm not a car aficionado necessarily, but I just know I need a vehicle to get to work who are going to still need that help from the salespeople, um, someone on, on site to actually walk them through the details, let them give it a test drive. Mm -hmm. I think that's where your average customer is going to have a harder time shopping online for something mm -hmm. that big. Mm -hmm. But then I also don't know the metrics on, you know, what the demographics are using these sites out of the States or how successful those websites are. So I might be totally off the mark. People could be adopting it way more readily than I think they would. And that would be great to see. You know, I'd yeah. love to just be a little bit behind the times in my thinking in terms of what's possible with selling online. So true. And what are your desires for the future? Anything big coming? Um, desires for the future. We're, uh, you know, we're hoping to just maintain our, our current level of growth. We've done pretty well year over year. Uh, we're very happily expanding our team. Uh, for the first time this year, we've started bringing on some juniors. And so if we can, you know, double the size of our team over this year and do some comparable numbers with our revenue, that would, that would be a big win for us. Beyond that, we've also just released a new initiative we're very hopeful for. So we just launched a new website of our own. It's called sprintpoint.ca. Okay. And what it is, is it's all free business resources. It's uh, business model canvases, uh, our own e-commerce model canvas, customer journey maps. Oh, it's cool. Tools to help small businesses really focus on their planning um, so that we have less people going, you know, I want to make an e-commerce yeah. site because someone on the internet said it's a good idea and more people going, no, I've taken some of this documentation. I've actually really thought about my business plan. And now I'm going to actually be presenting you some ideas that are, are fully fleshed out. And so to make that easier for small businesses, yeah. we just this, all these resources are just free to download and the website's called sprintpoint.ca. So that came out a couple of months ago and we're seeing some traction, you know, we're getting, um, I think we've had 60 downloads last I checked in the last couple of months. And we're up to 22 resources on the website, and that's just going to keep growing over time. So lots of good things coming up with us there, and we're just hoping to see quite a bit of adoption. Yeah, and that's great that you're serving because that is actually adding value to your typical business. You know, you're giving, you're giving more, right? So that's amazing. And especially nowadays, we need more businesses doing this kind of stuff. It's, it's, you know, it's something that's very important to us. The yeah. way uh, our business came up, we had a lot of help from the small business centers, mm -hmm. but for sure. I actually met my, my business partner through the uh, business center in Guelph, Wellington. And so we owe a lot of our success to the support we've seen from other members of the business community and continuing to be a part of that community, continuing to build it and make it stronger, I think is, is good for everyone involved. It's been said many, many times, a rising tide raises all ships. Yes. And I think... You know, more and more as business becomes interconnected, uh, those words haven't been truer. Awesome. 
Awesome. Amazing. Amazing, Aaron. How do you continue to learn in order to kind of stay on top of things? Like, what do you do? That's a great question. Um, we, so number one, we try to dedicate one day a week to business development. And I don't mean going out and generating sales. I mean, working on our business rather than in our business. So we work six days a week. Um, and every Saturday is biz dev day. So we, we don't do any client work. We're not available. It's as if we're not even in the office. And we spend that time either working on refining our own initiatives or adding new features to our website. Um, or if there's nothing like really high priority and pressing to build in terms of business infrastructure, then we put that time back into personal development. So mm. just this weekend, Good. I did a Udemy course on uh, Figma, which is one of the tools we use for some of our internal collaboration just to allow me to do more with the platform. That's awesome. That's great because the more you take care of yourself, and that's why I don't understand like a lot of businesses are, are doing good, but they need to kind of invest more on themselves and kind of grow and develop because the better you get, the better you can serve people. Um, so that's why I asked that question. I wanted to see where your mindset was around that. Do you feel like you are where you want to be right now in life? Well, I, I don't think any entrepreneur ever feels like they're exactly where they want to be in life because the goal is always to reach that next step. So to answer your question without really answering your question, I'll say I, I think I'm on the right track. So I, I like the trajectory I'm on and uh, you know couldn't be happier being at this point on the journey. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. We always like to ask our guests what their inner superpower is to got them to this point. Uh, would you like to share? Absolutely. I think for me, uh, the most important thing, and this ties into, you know, a lot of the support we got along the way, the biggest personal asset or inner superpower that's helped me get to where I am is I have no ego in my work. Um, and that, that means that, you know, in connecting with the right people, in um, listening to other entrepreneurs, I've been able to develop my skill set over and over and over again and keep that learning piece going because I'm confident in my work. It's got to be good. It's got to be at a certain standard but that doesn't mean you have to be attached to the details and you can never let yourself think that you know everything. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. Very good. Any, any kind of recommendations you want to give people that are looking to kind of branch out and, and start their business? Um, I, I think if I were to nail down one recommendation that would yeah. be the most valuable, connect with like-minded people mm -hmm. who are trying to achieve the same goals as you are, Good. whether that's through your local business enterprise center or taking on a technical partner. Mm -hmm. A lot of new entrepreneurs think that they can do everything themselves. Yeah. I've been there. It's it's does. And then I'm sure, you know, it doesn't work. It's draining no. and you're not going to get the same momentum that you'll no. get becoming part of the larger business community and associating with people that know how to make a business accelerate faster. Well, Aaron, I want to I wanna thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you and all the great things that you're doing. And again, like it was, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, if you have any last words, just wanted to say goodbye. Do you have anything that you want to share before we go? Just thanks once again for having me on the show. It's been no an problem. absolute pleasure to be here and I'm glad we could talk um, you know, through a lot of the things that I feel are important for small businesses to hear. Yes. I, I love that you're, you're doing this podcast. I think it's a great opportunity for people to be involved in the larger business community. Like I yes. keep coming back to. Yes. So, uh, just thank you very much for having me on the show and thank you very much for your time. Thanks.